You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast. This is a bonus episode of East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dakota Davis, and I'm going to be breaking down what's going on this week because uh, it's a little bit different. There's no main show this week, but we do have some audio to give you to, uh, to help please your eardrums a little bit. We have a group of three people that we knew were going to be speaking at last week's Henry County Council meeting. And this was in regards to some insensitive posts that were made by Henry County Councilman Kenan Gray on his Facebook page. Um, There was an inclusivity resolution that was passed by the County Council at this meeting. Uh, So you'll be hearing some of the folks we knew that uh, are friends of the show, are part of the show, and we knew they were going to speak, so we asked them to take a recording of themselves speaking because... Most of the time, if someone is live streaming from the old Henry County Courthouse where the meetings are held, then the audio is not very good because the acoustics in there are not very good. So we asked them to take their phone up with them, do a recording. We sent it through the audio scrubber that we have, and uh, that is how we push the audio out to you. So hopefully you can get a good idea of things that were said in the meeting. Uh, Before we get started, though, we have to thank the folks at patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty. That is where you can go to support the show every month. And if you donate at $50 or more a month, then we promise to give you a shout out at the front of every episode. Those folks are Christy Avery, Craig DaCosta, Jonathan Phillips, and then the newest addition to the $50 a month club is Mr. Anthony Meyer. We appreciate the heck out of you, Anthony, for joining the club. That means a great deal to us. And of course, we also have Mr. Chris Lamb, who just recently upped his donation from the $50 a month club. We appreciate the heck out of you too, Chris. That's uh, that's awesome. Um, we are just incredibly grateful for everything that the people at Patreon do for us, uh, keeping the bills paid in the studio so that we have a place to record. Uh, we are constantly able to improve our equipment and uh, just making sure that uh, we can continue doing this podcast because we it's something that we enjoy and we're glad that uh, it's something you enjoy as well. So first you will be hearing producer Chris Guffey speaking and he was speaking on behalf of the Libertarian Party of Henry County and he did a great job. Um, I think this is probably the worst recording that we got all night even though he's a, a producer for a podcast but that's just part of it I guess. And uh, so stick through this one, and then the audio gets a whole lot better. Second will be co-host Zachary Bertram. Uh, Zach did a, went up, and he did a great job speaking about uh, the social media posts that, and what he saw in them. And then the last person that you're going to hear speak is City Councilman Aaron Dickin. And Aaron was a, a big part of the inclusivity resolution that was passed by the county council that night. And then also passed by the Newcastle City Council um, August the 10th. So 
uh, sorry, August the 3rd. I was looking at my calendar wrong. August the 10th hasn't happened yet. So thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I hope this gives you a good idea of everything that went on. Uh, just to remind everybody, patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty is where you can go to support the show. Thanks. Including women, LGBTQ, minorities, and our immigrant communities. I am here this evening because a member of the county council, a representative of this diverse community, has used multiple social media platforms to openly share a message of racial, ethnic, and economic diversity, which does not represent the values of this community and our party membership. I am here to voice our objection to his behavior and to ask the council act to ensure Councilman Gray understands the negative impact of his behavior on the reputation of this body and the image of Henry County. Henry County is a diverse and welcoming community and should be represented as such by every member of this council. A few points um, regarding the situation. Um, a couple of posts have been mentioned, two in specific. Uh, I follow Kid and Gray's county council page as a citizen to be informed about what's going on in the county. I don't know what was going on in his personal page. I wasn't his friend. Um, the posts I saw on the page identified as him for county council were problematic and have been problematic for years, for the entire time that he's been interested in that political position. I asked him multiple times. And I tried to be respectful. I'm, if anybody knows me on Facebook, I'm always up for a debate. I will discuss things with people. I try to do it respectfully. I try to do it, uh, I don't like to call people names. I don't try and categorize people. You want to talk about a topic, we'll talk about a topic. I asked him repeatedly, can you please keep the national, divisive, questionable posts to your personal page? And a couple times I would get a comment or he would announce that he was shutting the page down. Um, when this all hit on the 10th, um, he made a post about admiring the haters from afar. I'm assuming I was one of the haters. Um, I just questioned, there are times I would see the post and I would question even his profession, uh, how he would have done it as an educator posting those things and knowing he probably would never have posted those things as an educator. I don't see how he would have kept his job or have, would not have been least asked quietly. And I wonder if anybody in the council have been following his pages to see what he's posting and bring it up to them. Um, he might even want to ask some other council people if that was brought to them as a sign of they aren't comfortable speaking to him because of the things that he was posting. Um, I applaud those who voted for the inclusivity thing. I disagree that there is a, a dissonance between religion and freedom of speech. Uh, his page was representative of the government. And if he's posting things there that could be targeting certain groups, then his he is violating other. And when he's speaking as the government, his freedom of speech is not protected at that point. There's ramifications for that. Freedom of speech protects you from the government. I know other people who have different, who have similar ideological and religious views to him, and their feeds do not have the same things. They do not target those people. They do not, or any groups of people. They keep things positive. They keep things local. Um, that's what I asked for when. I was one of the people that was getting screen grabs of things. And when I looked, you had to scroll a bit to find to know what was going on with the county council. And I couldn't tell you how far I would have to go back to find anything about council specific business. Um, I hope that he can get back on social media at some point and be a positive 
person on social media and a kind of person that people want to look at his feed and say, this is a place I want to be. These are people I want to associate with. And it'll be a welcoming place and not just say, I, I'm either going to share posts about things that have nothing to do with this town and this county and instead show people what's going here that's going on here that's positive. Because one of the nice things about local politics is I don't really care what party you're from because I'm going to meet you, I'm going to see you. And I don't, I, I honestly don't care. I don't, most of the people in the county, I know there are people up here that were talking about political affiliations on the council. For the most part, our county council is, is, I believe, all Republican. There are no Democrats. So you saw some people voting for the inclusivity thing. They're, they're voting across the party lines because party lines are a moot point here. But I can go talk to somebody and ask them about things. I can go message Clay. I can message Aaron Dick and ask them questions. I don't care about their party affiliation. And so when I follow somebody locally, I don't care what they think of Nancy Pelosi or Donald Trump or anybody else. None of that is relevant. If you want to share those opinions, share them to your personal page. I'm not going to follow your personal page. But if you have a page that identifies you as a member or an aspiring member of the Henry County Council, that's where those things should not belong. Because those are, whether anybody likes it or not, representing the entire county. I know people that can't, who have lost job opportunities because of what they post on social media. So that's some place that people look. And that's something that the whole council and anybody involved in government should be well aware of that when you post something in that manner, it can be looked at and viewed. And like I said, in this case, it wasn't one, two, three posts. It was a year and a half, two and a half years of posts going back. And I'd scroll back, and I think I found like five or six in July. And it was 10 days of July. So I would just urge people to follow that. And just like I said, if Cannon gets back on social media, and I'll I have no problem with him getting back on there. I would love to discuss county issues with him. I don't want to see a county page that's just national stuff. So that's all I have to say. Like I said, I disagree on the dissonance. I think you can be welcoming um, and still have your religious and political views and be able to discuss something with somebody who disagrees with you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Ms. Mills, for your time and uh, counsel. I'm standing before you today to speak in favor of this resolution on inclusiveness. And I'm speaking out today because my children at some point are going to Google my name and I want them to see that their father stood for and spoke out for what is right in a community where some people's silence will be remembered. About two months ago, a dear friend and city leader brought a sample resolution that addressed the inclusiveness of all citizens, regardless of gender, sexual orientation, and race. I felt honored to work with uh, Ms. Mills, a colleague of mine on your council, to form this idea into something that specifically addresses the needs of our community and embodies the slogan on the large sign on the wall behind you, safe and welcome. These are times of stark division hateful rhetoric, and constant negativity. Our issues have become polarized, whether they be wind energy, rural broadband, or racial inequalities. It has been intriguing and absolutely exciting to see newly elected leaders take their seats here by standing up to issues they felt threatened their quality of life and the quality of life of their constituents. I remember the agony of our citizens who felt their voices uh, and concerns were not being heard or even were even being silenced in this very chamber. Remember that tonight. Remember all your constituents. Remember your entire community. 
and try to remember that perspective. And it comes down to just that, perspective. I cannot relate to what some in our community have experienced because I come from a life of privilege and I know it. But that is also why I understand the importance of not being silent. It is important to show the marginalized members of our community, and yes, there are marginalized members of our community, that this resolution does not contain empty words. This should be an actionable first step towards progress and unity, followed by many more actionable steps to show we mean what we say. Your vote for this resolution cannot just be a vote, but it must be a pledge that we will all move forward together and do better. So I appreciate uh, working with Ms. Mills, and I appreciate you letting me speak tonight. Thank you for tuning in to this bonus episode of the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast, East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. I want to say thank you really quick to everyone who went up and spoke at the meeting, and especially the three people that uh, recorded themselves for us and let us use uh, their audio in this bonus episode. A lot of people went up and spoke, a lot of people had good things to say, and a lot of people this was their first time getting involved in speaking at a public meeting. That is a great thing. It is a great thing to be able to tell your elected representatives the issues that matter to you and the things that make you upset. So thank you to everyone who went up and spoke their mind, and uh, thank you for listening to this show. One really quick note, I had a lot of messages coming in last week on Facebook Messenger and text messages asking if we were going to be live streaming the Henry County Council meeting in its entirety. Uh, one note about that and one explanation as to why we did not is because as our video quality has gone up and our video equipment has gone up and Everything has gotten better on the video side, and we're able to stream in HD with graphics super fast. Uh, unfortunately, that means that our portability has gone down. So we do not have the ease of just picking up the camera and going like we used to be able to do. But hopefully that means that you're able to get more out of the regular episodes, and uh, hopefully we can still continue to do this on meetings that matter the most to folks in the community. Thank you for listening to this episode, and we will be back next week in studio, and we will be talking all about the inclusivity resolution that was passed by the county council and the city council. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network, and I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.